Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, with you for another episode of the Steelers post game. It's over. It's finally over. The preseason that sometimes feels like an eternity is finally over. And it's a special occasion, not just because the preseason's over, but because I'm joined by not just my normal co-host, Lance Williams, but also Dave Schofield is joining us for tonight. We weren't sure if Lance was going to be able to join us, so we had Plan B prepared. They're all here. We're all having fun. Lance, how's it going out on the West Coast? Hey, man, I'm doing great. I like that shirt, man. Oh, you like that, huh? Yeah, it's nice. A little dry fit Nike. Uh, yes, sir. Pirate. Yes, sir. Look, look at you. <laughs> look at you. All right, Dave, how are you doing this fine evening here on the East Coast? I'll be honest with you. I'm tired after watching the end of that game. That was enough to put anybody to sleep there at the end if you're wanting to see Dude. the Steelers produce any kind of offense. You know, it's crazy because most of the time people will say, and I talked to a lot of my coworkers today, and said, oh, the fourth preseason game is useless. It, it is and it isn't. Um, it's it's useless for people like Ben Roethlisberger and James Conner and the starters that were in street clothes, basically just probably jacking around on the sideline. But for the players that are fighting for a roster spot, it's not useless. They need this this time. And I think that a lot of, maybe not a lot, but there was definitely some roster spots made and roster spots lost in this week four game against the Carolina Panthers. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say state the obvious. And they've already been talking about it in the live chat. The live chat's going crazy already. Before we went on the air, they were going crazy. And that is that, Lance, you said this two weeks ago, and I said, let's pump the brakes. Mason Rudolph is the number two quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Does anyone disagree with me? No. I mean, there was no need to pump the brakes. I just go by what I see. And it was clear he was better than Hobbs. Excuse me, Dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lance is, Lance is right. And I'm, and I, uh, Jeff and I being such Rudolph fans, I was worried, well, are we, are we getting ahead of ourselves just because of our fandom? No, it was so obvious tonight. Yeah. And it was, Rudolph had been very consistent, I felt, the entire preseason. I thought he had good zip on his passes, had good pocket presence. He made some mistakes and had some bad throws, but ultimately I thought he was very consistent. Uh, Dobbs was very consistent, but in a wrong way. Um, I just felt he was sloppy at times. He turned the ball over, did not generate one touchdown in all the time that he played this preseason. Think about that. Now, with that said, does is Dobbs feeling safe at number three here, Lance, or do you think that he should be concerned? Not that Hodges, because that was a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, is, is Dobbs at least comfortable in his own skin knowing I still have a spot on this team? I don't think he should feel safe. I mean, you're only safe if you put out good film and his film isn't good. And he was already battling to be, you know, either the second or the third string guy, his film's not good enough to be safe. So um, I think he's safe in terms of he will be on a roster. If a team decides to carry three, I just don't know if that team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. It could be the Indianapolis Colts. It could be someone else. I just don't know if it's necessarily the Pittsburgh Steelers. To your point again, Jeff, he just didn't perform well enough to feel secure. So are you suggesting that the Steelers might go with just two quarterbacks this season? I don't think so because normally they don't do that. Um, but he didn't play well enough to feel secure. 
like I feel secure in my suckdom. Like, like, you know, like how did like I feel secure because I suck pretty badly. Like, and they won't like I just don't know how you feel secure about never producing a touchdown in four preseason games. Okay, Dave, what are your thoughts? I mean, with Dobbs, I mean, what's going on? Well, last night on the Steelers preview, I said that no team would give a broken toaster for Josh Dobbs. And tonight, I don't think anyone would take Josh Dobbs for a brand new with a brand new toaster coming along with the <laughs> in the deal. I think what the play tonight did was completely make. I I felt it wasn't going to happen anyway. That I didn't think the Steelers could get anything for 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 any for either Dobbs or Hodges. There's no way they're going to trade Rudolph. Um, that they wouldn't get anything for either one of them. That was just going to be who are they going to cut? And tonight solidified that big time. But I, I think Hodges had to earn it. He he had to show that he he deserved it over Dobbs, and I don't think that happened tonight. And I don't know that it was all his fault because he was just running around for his life back there. Because those guys at the bottom of the roster with the offensive line that are struggling to try to make the practice squad just showed that the Steelers might have to go somewhere else for offensive line for the practice squad. Thank goodness their starters and re- and primary reserves are are really good because the other guys were not. Hey yeah. Dave, hey Dave, before you go, Jeff, yeah. Dave. I got a rusted old grill in the back. You think you, you, think, you, you think somebody would take that? How about a rusted grill and a neutral and a neutral bullet? And a neutral. I'm not throwing in that neutral bullet. Oh, nice. I don't know. You know, I, did, I I had a little protein powder in the morning. It's used slightly, <laughs> but you know, hey, neutral bullet and a rusted grill. How about that? Okay, and 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 maybe and what for 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 Josh Dobbs to to come hang out with you during Steeler games or something? Exactly. Yeah, I think I think you throw those two things in, you you can get him. I think you can get him yeah. for that. Okay, so before we get into anything else uh, related to specific players, uh, a question that was super chat uh, feature here. Let's see if I can bring that up. Here you go from Philip. He says, uh, "Do you think?" That Johnny Holton made the makes the fifty three man roster. Dave, that's your boy. You like Johnny Holton? He made some plays tonight. He did not make plays in week three after tonight's performance. Did anything change? Because last night on the preview, you said he doesn't make it. Did anything change? Well, he played well in week one. He kind of disappeared in two and three, but then he showed back up in week four. Um, I still think if the Steelers are going to keep some somebody who's not out of their, you know top six that we thought going into camp. I still think it's him over Deontay Spencer. I know a lot of people are big on him. I just don't think that the Steelers, based on where he played and when he played, I don't think that they are just based on where he got on the field. So Holton, once again, came back to show that he could be a serviceable fifth wide receiver on game day in order to play special teams. But Brian mentioned it last night, and he's got a good point. There's a lot of guys now that they have on this team that can play good special teams. So it all comes down to if they feel they need that other special teams guy or not. I think he he moved up to be right on the fringe. He's either first guy in or first guy out. Lance, what are your thoughts on Johnny Holton? I think he won't make it. And I think the thing that hurts him is they just suit, they just do so well in identifying wide receivers. Like, I don't think they feel like they can't find another one of him. I mean, they look at the guys that they have on this roster. I mean, they are loaded at the position. And they find guys every single year. They lose them. They go to other teams. They play well. They get new guys. I mean, so 
they feel that they can develop that position. So I just think he's not going to even be a practice squad player. I just think they're so good at it that, you know, a wide receiver is a wide receiver. They find them, they coach them, they churn them out. He's just one of many. Well, let's talk about the wide receivers for a second, other than Holton, because I think that was a position that I think that everyone assumed we knew the six players that were going to make the team. I'm not so sure those six players are going to make the team. Okay, so your locks for the roster are obviously Smith-Schuster, Moncrief, we'll say Deontay Johnson. I think he makes the roster no matter what because he, when he's healthy, he looks really good. He was their second pick. They're not going to cut exactly with him. James Washington. James, there you go. James Washington's a lock to make the roster. So at least two spots. Everyone always assumed it's Eli Rogers and Ryan Switzer. I'm not sold on both of these guys making the team anymore. But the question is, if one of them goes, which one is it, Lance? Unfortunately, it's probably going to be Eli Rogers. Uh, I think Switzer's going to make it. I think Switzer's he, relationship with Ben, as well as his return ability, he can do multiple things. Swiss Army knife. They put him in the backfield as a sidecar back guy. That he's a gadget guy, kind of sorta. He makes the squad. I think Rogers would be the odd man out. So do you think they keep five or do you think they keep someone else? I think they keep six. So who do they, who do they keep? If they're not, I think they keep Rogers. I mean, I think they keep Rogers. I think they go with the six veteran guys. Didn't you say that you would cut Rogers? No, if they keep six. Uh, Okay. So you're saying they keep six. I gotcha. They They keep Switzer and Rogers. Dave, do you disagree? Do you think there's any way that one of those two doesn't make the team even if they keep six? I think that Switzer's in. I mean, I don't have him as a lock, but I have him as the number one guy that's not a lock. And then it really comes down to how they want to fill out that roster. I think Lance is right with the Johnny Holton thing that if he does not make it as one of the six, there's no need for them to keep him on the practice squad because he'd be more of a special teamer than a receiver. And you're better off having – you don't need special teams guys on the practice squad, you want to re- you want your receivers on the practice squad, so it's it could very well just be those six. I, I think it comes down to Rodgers or Holton at this point because I just I I didn't see enough of Spencer tonight. I know he had a couple catches late at the very end, but that's the only time he really got into the game. I don't think they had him. Did I was no because they had Deontay Johnson return a punts. I don't think Spencer returned any punts. So I just Eli, Eli Rogers returned a punt. Yeah, Eli Rogers even got the return a punt. Yeah. So that's why I think, based on how they played him tonight, that it's not Spencer. Big fan of Lance. Philip gives two bucks in the tip jar. Says much love and respect. Look a little clean shaven tonight, Lance. Is he you, you shaving? No. Yeah, yeah. The barber kind of messed up, so <laughs> I had to. Uh, <laughs> You know, I just uh, figured I'd take the two weeks. You need to go oh, to a barber. But hey, you go to a barber with a bunch of Raiders fans, right? Well, yeah, they're all Raider fans. Lance, but they, Lance, Lance. They all, that's, that's they all just like Antonio Brown already. Like he hasn't played <laughs> one game, what? and they're they're all they all dislike him. Uh, who's that player again? What's his name? Yeah, that's, I was going to say. Why'd you say the name? Oh, I'm sorry, Mister Third and Fifth, <laughs> Lance. I understand going to the barber shop to get your hair cut, but when it comes to the face, just handle it yourself. No, no <laughs> one cares. No one cares more about your face than you do. So you you're going to take better care of it than anybody else. Yeah, I just you know they they can do the special stuff, and I you know 
anyway, uh, <laughs> it'll take me about three weeks and I'll be back. Okay. Um, so let's I was going to say, ahead. Jeff, we had another super chat question. I think it might even be so far back that we lost it. Sure. Go for it. Did you find it? It was from uh, Varys Lovett, $1.99 oh, to the tip jar. Do you and have that question? Yeah, I have it up here on my phone. I can't find it on the Go screen ahead, anymore. It says, be honest, any chance we keep Skipper and Hodges? I think we already talked about Hodges. No. Yeah, I, I don't think Hodges has a chance. but No, I, groceries. Okay, so mm-hmm. Lance, what about Skipper? What about you, two- keep, you have to keep Skipper. Oh, I, mean, I mean, like, look, if this isn't about competition and playing quality football, then let's just stop this. Like, why, why are we watching this? Like, why do we like this stuff? Like, we want to see guys compete, and you want the best 53. You cannot tell me that Skipper did not play well enough to be on this roster. I don't care if Manikavich is a special teams ace or – like, I don't care about any of that. Skipper can ball. Skipper can go. That's the type of guy <laughs> as Dave took the break. <laughs> Skipper's the type of guy you want on the roster. Oh, yes, I have some waiting for me. Skipper is the type of guy that you want on the roster. You have to have a Skipper. That's the type of young guys that become the guys, and then all of a sudden you become a dominant team. Dave, you agree or disagree with Lance? I I agree. It's Skipper's got to go, meaning – not go, not not be gone. He's got to go onto the 53-man roster. He's got to be the guy that you keep. Um, and I'll be honest with you, you got to keep Gilbert even ahead of Skipper and all of them. Those, Absolutely. Know, that's when, when it comes to the young linebackers. Skipper, you, you, I think it either comes down to you cut ties with Matikiewicz, Chicolo ends up on the IR, or you've got to squeeze out a spot somewhere else on the roster in order to keep those guys. Whether you be you cut a defensive lineman, an offensive lineman, I even suggested keeping only three safeties because you got two more corners that could play safety, and I got roasted for that one. But I'm doing all I can to fit those guys onto this roster. But you shouldn't get roasted because when they even go into certain dime packages, Mike Hilton or Cam Kelly's going into the deep secondary, and Sean Davis is going to the line of scrimmage. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So it's not like it's they're either going three safeties or if they want a light dime, they put Mike Hilton and rotate him back. And then Cameron Sutton comes on. They've been doing this the entire preseason. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, it's going to happen when the games count, but they're doing it right now. So it's all we have to go off of. So you shouldn't be roasted for suggesting that they don't keep as many safeties because they have a couple guys that are, you know, position flexible as Mike Tomlin would say. Uh, he said, by the way, that a Tomlinism today the, uh, in his post-game press conference that he's never used, and it was all about finishing strong at the tape, referring to track and field and, you know, really finishing it at the end of the race, and I was like, man, that's something I've never heard him say before, so he's, he's really pulling out the rabbit out of the hat for these. I mean, this is the fourth preseason game, and Coach is going into the... He's digging deep into the well. Mid-season form. Just think yeah. of it. Just think of it this way. Let me ask you this question, Jeff. Do Gilbert or Skipper clear waivers? Um, absolutely, you know, like absolutely not. Gilbert doesn't well, for sure. Hold on, but we here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you guys. But there's always like those one or two players every single year that everyone says the same thing. There's no way they clear waivers. There's no way they clear waivers, and everyone kind of keeps their own guys anyways, and so. 
what happens is, is everyone thinks there's no way they clear waivers and then they clear waivers. So I'm not saying that they, it shouldn't even get that far because I think that they should keep both. I would rather see them keep Skipper and cut Chicolo because to me, if you're keeping Chicolo just for special teams, we, they have other guys that can do it. And so Chicolo, in terms of coverage, nah, I'm not sold on him. He's not a good pass rusher. So why keep him around? That's my theory. I don't think nice, they cut nice Chicolo. Hair. <laughs> nice he has hair. nice hair. He has nice hair. Yeah, I don't it's think all, they cut Chicolo. Awful. If anything, they put him on the IR because he's been dinged up so much. You know, I don't think they completely cut ties because they wouldn't save enough money with his new contract. I think, I mean, they what they might save two million, but they carry an extra two million dead money into next year or something like that. I think it, I don't know. I'd have to go back and check for sure. So that's why I'm like, it would make more sense that if they're not uh, to say, oh, he's hurt, we'll put him on the IR, and then once Dupree leaves town, then you still got four guys. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are asking about injury updates, like on Sean Davis's ankle, uh, Ola Adinye's knee. Mike Tomlin gave no Nothing. injury update today, and you won't hear from him until Tuesday at his usually his regular season, Tuesday, 12 o'clock noon um, press conference, in which case he'll have to give his update, and then they'll start the official injury report next week because the games will count. But before we get to that, was there anyone else that stood out in a positive or negative way that you all felt that tonight, week four, Carolina Panthers game, they either made the team with their performance or they're no longer in the running for the team. We talked about a couple of those, like uh, Duck Dynasty. Uh, Devlin Hodges is probably a guy that played his way off the team, and it's not necessarily his fault. The offensive line was garbage, but you get just an example. So, Lance, what about you? What do you think? Is there any player that stuck out? Um, I mean, the guys that we mentioned, obviously – um, I mean, what Dave said, the offensive line was terrible. Those, those guys were bad. I mean, really bad. I don't know if that's an indictment on the coaching. I don't know if it's the players, but those guys were bad. Like, I mean, and I think it's more probably a big thing about college football in and of itself. There's not a lot of good corners or a lot of good offensive linemen in college football. You can just see that the quality, I mean, Chucks, all those guys were just, really bad but the guys that we think were in the running for the 53 i think all performed well tonight i don't think there's any surprises i mean all the guys we're talking about are guys that are on the bubble if there was a 58 man roster all of those guys would be on it yeah dave what about you anyone that popped out yeah um it's funny because just to follow one thing with what Lance said about the offensive line, I think Carolina blitzed a lot more than those guys had seen in the preseason all year, and they were just not ready to pick it up. There was times – I mean, there was one time even on NFL Network they said something about uh, the uh, sack because Hawkins completely whiffed on the guy. It wasn't him. It was the guy who was inside, and he was supposed to block out. It was that Gray didn't pick him up coming through because he looked in. Hawkins looked out. When you both do that, when you're next to each other, someone's going to come unblocked in between them. That's offensive line 101. So it looked like the rest of the offensive line was was blocking out, and one guy um, got stuck with the guy to the inside. So there's just a lot of work to be done there. Moving on. Isaiah Bugs, Big Poo. 
I think that he did pretty well tonight. <laughs> hey, it's the name. I'm sorry. Know, That's a big name. It's Big Poo. Okay, he did not look like a bunch of Big Poo tonight. I thought he looked looked. Uh, he was a he he was a, he was a solid Big Poo, um, and and that I, I feel that as long as they're keeping six defensive linemen like they have in the past, that he then solidified a spot on the team. If the if that's one spot they try to sneak, you know, only get by with five because they want to carry that extra linebacker, then he would be more in line for the practice squad. I don't think he, I don't think he looks so well tonight that he couldn't, that he couldn't clear waivers. But I do think that he is their sixth best defensive lineman. For me, it was, I just can't get over the fact that how, I just thought Joshua Dobbs played like pure garbage. And he was playing with backups. I get that, but I just was expecting him to put up a little bit better of a of a shot. You know, like a it's your last chance to prove something. And trust me. I well, Lance, I guess we can't trust we, Jeff very much because what's up? And he's back. I'm back. <laughs> and he's back. Right. Wait, wait a minute, Dave. We gotta stop. We gotta stop the presses. Mm-hmm. Jeff had an internet problem. <laughs> Stop the presses. I have been ripped so many times <laughs> for bad internet. Brian Anthony Davis has been ripped so many times for bad internet. It is finally great to see Jeff's internet connection go out. We need a super chat fund. This can't happen again. <laughs> never have Jeff go down. Jeff kidding. Oh man, Jeff. Jeff had Dave. Jeff had bad yeah. internet. What? He was, now, in his defense, he was gone maybe four seconds. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I was right in the middle of a Dobbs rant too. I mean, yeah. geez. All right, See? Jeff. Continue rant. <laughs> go ahead, rant. Start again. <laughs> I just was saying that you know, with with Dobbs, it was like this is your last chance. I think we all agreed that. Mason Rudolph was in the he was the front runner for that number two spot and Dobbs had to know that this was his last chance and I think that the plan was that Dobbs would play a full quarter yet they had only gained three yards in that first quarter and so they had to put him out there in the second quarter and that told everything else so um I don't know I also thought Matthew Wright if he had any chance of making the team did not make the team after uh, a couple misses tonight um not really long kicks either. What do you miss? A 47 yarder and 47 a, yarder and an extra point and an extra point. So thanks an extra for your, points, the bad one. Thanks for your service. Chris Boswell's over there counting his bills as he's going to get that signing bonus soon. Did and, you see uh, Tom? Did you see Tom's expression when he missed a kick? He was just like, oh, I guess we got to go with Boswell. <laughs> he's like, Oh, oh by oh, them oh. not playing Boswell at all tonight, that showed that no matter what, it was Boswell. Because yeah. if there was any doubt, they would have made him kick tonight. And I thought maybe he was kicking in the second half. But there, less than two minutes to go, they go out for a field goal. Only time they would have scored in the second half, and it was right. And I, because I, I knew the punters. They did one half and one one half, one the other, didn't they? So I didn't know if that's what they're going to do with kickers or not. But obviously they didn't. Can you imagine if Boswell kicked tonight and missed? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, that's yeah, probably, that's probably why he didn't play him. That's probably why it's he didn't like, play him. It's like, oh, if he had missed, it'd just, it was just here's been terrible. Player, I was trying- here's a player I want Lance's, I want Lance's uh, opinion of, of this guy. I'll bring it up on the screen here, and that's your boy Benny Snail. 
And that's it's uh, F-N-A-I-L. I know, right. So it's Benny has no jets, as Elton John sang. Exactly. Um, no jets. No, j- <laughs> no jets. Did Benny Snell earn a spot on this team? Uh I don't think so. But pedigree alone, he'll make it. I mean, he's being protected by that P. Uh, the pedigree P. He's not a good player at this point, but I think they'll be patient with him, which is another P. And the only way you get the patience is because of the pedigree. But I, I, don't, I don't think he's a good player. He can't. I mean, <laughs> yes, getting bitten with Bo, but with Benny, <laughs> no Jets. And that, I, I mean, you saw the play where he had the run, uh, where they popped it out to the uh, to the boundary. If he makes the guy miss, he probably gets a 30, 40 yard gain. He just can't make guys miss. He has no lateral quickness. I mean, he stumbles. He loses balance when he moves laterally. He's an average dude. Uh, Edmonds is not great, but Edmonds is better physically. And, I mean, if you if if your biggest asset as a running back is that you tackle guys on special teams, you're not a good running back. Benny Snell, a.k.a. no Jets, no Jets. Benny has no Jets. All right, Dave, here's another player I want to hear your opinion on, and that's Zach Gentry. Oh. What are your thoughts on what are they going to do with this guy? Fifth-round draft pick, Michigan. He did catch a touchdown pass in, what, week one, I think. Yeah. But other than that, he, uh, he gave up he, the one interception because if it wasn't for him, you know, fumbling it around and keeping it, on the, keeping it off the ground somehow, not even trying to, they wouldn't have even had that. My biggest concern with Gentry was I so just wanted to – I was in the middle of typing something to you guys at one point in a text, and I said, nah, I'm not even going to bother uh, to say our tight ends can't block. After, you know, uh, beyond Vance McDonald, who obviously didn't play tonight, They and Grimble wasn't out there either, was he? I didn't see him at all. If he was, it wasn't for very long. Yeah. Um, beyond that, they can't block. And Gentry, oh, it was – there was times where there was pressure in the first half that you could see. They're like, "Oh, that came off the end." Gentry just released. He didn't. I mean, you've got to you've got to chip the end if you're going to release as a tight end. I mean, unless you're they're trying to do something quick to free you up. And he just was. No, I'm not a fan of what I saw tonight. I'm not saying that he can't be good, but it wasn't yeah, it wasn't are. there tonight. <laughs> you, you can say well, it. You, well, you look. What was wrong with Grimble when he was first with the Steelers is that he couldn't block. Now he can. So I'm not saying he's a lost cause. I just don't expect, I wouldn't, I don't want anything out of him in 2019 because he's got to learn how to block first. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, Grimble can block, but he can't sort of catch. So so that's, that's, that that's the, the tight ends are in such it's, disarray for the Steelers that essentially Jalen Samuels is going to be the second tight end this year. No, it's going to be Chooks a core for anytime <laughs> it's a run play. He's coming in. If they're going to run, they're bringing in Chooks. They're never they're never throwing the ball. He'll never go out in the pass pattern, but he'll at least block. So maybe, yeah. So Lance, this is a question I asked the guys last night on the preview. I wanted to get your opinion of it, and that is that with the preseason now officially over. Whew, thank you. Yeah, the Steelers, though, have their deadline as Sunday night to get any player signed to new contracts. And the big name is Joe Hayden. We've waited this long. I didn't think we'd have to wait this long, but here we are. Do they get a deal done, Lance? Yay or nay? No. Really? If you got, if you got to wait this long, it ain't happening. I mean, 
you know, what's the saying? Or get off the pot? Yep. I mean, it, I don't think it's happening. I mean, I, I don't know how I, they bring in a tight end, though, without doing it. There's no, I, I don't know how else they fill that much space. You know, I just don't think they're going to do it. I mean, I think the thing that concerns me the most about Hayden is that he gets nicked. I mean, he consistently gets nicked. So I just don't think they're going to do it. Um, I think they're going to move in a different direction next year and probably address that position again in the draft. I just don't think they're going to put those assets there. And if they don't, I would not mind because they need to sign Hargrave. They have to sign him next year. So if that money doesn't go to Hayden and it goes to him, they need to sign the big boy up front. So is he, your, is he your priority player out of all of them? Yes, he's he's the best of that class. He's better than Sean Davis, any of those other guys that are going to be unrestricted free agents. They need to keep him in because a guy, a nose guard, essentially, that can get you six and a half to seven sacks, he's going to get paid a lot of money uh, because he can play in, you know, he can play in a two down, a two man front. He can play a three-man front. He can play in subs because he gets pressure. You have to sign that guy. You can't develop him and let him walk out the door. So if that means sacrificing an older corner, um, so be it. Okay, Dave and Lance, I want to ask you guys this question. Now that the preseason is officially concluded, what are your thoughts on Artie Burns going into the regular season? Um, did he show you enough to say, He's good, experienced backup that if someone were to get injured can come in, you can expect a Cody Sensabaugh level of play, or is it still this guy is a dumpster fire waiting to be ignited? Dave, go ahead and answer that first. I like him being in the number three role. I think he played very well all preseason. I liked where he was and where he was to make plays tonight, the, the times that I noticed him. I just am extremely happy that I don't have to question that going into week one. Oh, man, is this guy going to be able to show that he can be the number two corner whenever whenever we need him to be because he's going to be on the field all the time. I like him at that number three. Let him come in and just see if he can flash in the little bit of time that they need to use him. But I, I, I feel much better about Artie Burns, not just because of his play, but because of the role he'll have this year versus last year. Lance, thoughts? Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I mean, I think he's he started a bunch of games. I mean, he's a guy that's been through the ups and downs of playing professional corner. He's a professional. He's been through it all. He's been the ups, the downs, everything. He's been in the defense for years. He's a former first-round draft pick. He has talent. He has speed. He has size. I like Artie, Artie Burns as a third corner. I thought he played very well um, in this preseason. So he is a nice luxury to have, in my opinion. If either outside corners go down, I think he can play three to four games and you'd be okay. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's definitely interesting to see where the Steelers are as they move away from the preseason and into the regular season. Just to give you a little bit of an update, the injuries that you want to keep your eye on, clearly we have Joe Hayden who is still nursing his foot. He said he was about 90% prior to this game. Um, he said he was, should be fine for the Patriots game. Sean Davis's ankle is a, is a cause for concern based on the fa fact that if he can't play, they're looking at Cam Kelly getting an NFL start against Tom Brady in week one. Um, other than that, they are a fairly healthy football team. Um, Dave, am I missing any other injuries other than like Chicolo chest, but he's not a starter. Uh, Dupree's thumb 
is one that I don't think will hinder him too much. They said it wasn't broken. It was just sprained or something of that nature. Uh, Peter asks, does Moncrief have all his fingers? I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, but he did have that dislocated finger earlier in preseason. He's back. Dave, am I forgetting anybody? Not that's a starter. No. Exactly. So the Steelers are a pretty healthy bunch going into week one. Uh, that's what you want to see. And that's what we've always said about the preseason is the number. What's the most important thing? Try to avoid injuries. You know, you see guys like Lamar Miller tearing ACLs. They're out for the year for the Houston Texans. The Steelers did not suffer any of those for a starter. They did lose uh, Lavon Hooks with an Achilles. Not that he was even going to make the team, let alone see significant time. So, Lance, real quick, before we kind of call this a show and wrap it up, because this week four game is not that exciting, give me a couple reasons from the preseason why fans should be excited for the regular season. Defensive versatility. I mean, I think they finally have the interchangeable parts to play the different type of packages and schemes that they want to on the defensive side of the ball. That's why tomorrow, I think my, yeah, I said it is going to be Keith Butler has no more excuses. I mean, he has, I think he has the talent that he needs. I mean, you're talking about Hayden, Nelson, Hilton, Sutton, Davis, Edmonds. I mean, you're talking speed, you're talking versatility. You can play big nickel. Um, I mean, you just got – you have all these different iterations of different guys that you can put out to handle a lot of different personnel groupings. You've got Speed on the interior. You've got Barron. You've got Bush. I mean, this defense is now tooled to play, I think, really well against modern offenses that want to spread you out horizontally and attack you vertically. They can run sideline to sideline. He has the pieces. That's why you should feel excited because I think this defense is finally positioned to play quality football and not be the weak foundation of the table, so to speak. It's been a long time since Steelers fans could say that, and that's good to hear. What about you, Dave? Give, give me something from the preseason that should have fans excited for the regular season. That the discussion around who the all of the battles weren't really for starting positions, that we were so looking at this person being good enough to do this, that, and the other thing. It's all about being the backups and being the special teams guys. That uh, that the depth is there. That the question the question isn't oh my goodness who's going to start at outside linebacker it's oh my goodness do we do we have a fourth guy or do we also have a fifth guy because of the way they've played so that's to me that's the most encouraging thing to show that we have the quality backups and that's what we're most concerned about with everything going on in the preseason absolutely i would say that i'm excited about this offense i think that what what i saw from the limited time that we saw the starters in week three uh, is that I, I think it's going to be a pretty open offense. I think it's going to be spread out. I don't think they're going to just target one particular guy. Lance, you're shaking your head. No, you disagree with that comment. Man, your boy is going to pass the ball a lot this year. You act like that's a surprise, Lance. I, no, preach, I preach balance all the time, but that doesn't mean they uh, listen to me. It feels like 70-30 this year. I, mean, I disagree. That guy. I, I disagree with that I, th I think that you're going to see James Conner get a lot of carries. I think what they're going to do is use a lot of short throws to be runs. 
They've I, done I think, that though. That's not new. Man, I just it'll man, be I if they're sixty forty. Are you happy? Yeah, but I know it's not going to be sixty forty. I'd be ecstatic if it was sixty forty. I think it's going to be seventy five. You know, seventy thirty. I think he's chucking. Oh yeah. Well, if, if they go no huddle, if they go no huddle, it's over. I mean, I was but like, no, I mean, we saw when we saw the Tennessee game. I mean, they were just like, okay, let's just get to it. <laughs> like they let's went, just... they went no huddle, but when they weren't in no huddle, they ran the ball more. So a lot of people always want the Steelers to do hurry up, but if you want them to do hurry up, Ben's throwing the ball a lot. So Isaac gives us ten dollars in the tip jar. Put that on the screen. He says it's a good sign for Steeler Nation. If negative Lance is giving props to the defense. He knows what's up. He knows Lance, what's up. He knows Lance, what's up. Lance has been extremely haterish recently and via text message. I had to call him out today. I was like, dude, you stop being such a hater, man. You're killing me. You're killing me. You know the um, one thing you know the one thing that's gonna be great about this season that none of us touched upon? No Mr. Third and Fifth, and no Mr. Butt Naked Get Robbed. That's gonna be a great season. Yeah. Not having to talk about those two bozos. For 16 more games. So I'm already winning. Are you still there, Dave? I'm here. Dave is muted. Dave is muted. Dave thought he was locked and locked and kicked off i wasn't because I, you both were frozen so i assumed it was me hey preseason, baby let's get all the kinks out let's get all the kinks out so we was it me or kinks. was it you guys i don't i don't, I don't know, know what, happened. what it was i think jeff did the freeze i saw jeff pause yeah. like i think jeff faked this out right he wondered yeah. like he he just stopped i was like <laughs> i was like did he did he stop because you know you know jeff is infamous for do, at podcasts at this time jeff yeah jeff, Jeff's hurting right now. Jeff's hurting. Jeff's have to show up. I want to give you all a run. I want to give you all a rundown of the upcoming schedule. So like Lance said, tomorrow is his. Yeah, I said it where he's going to talk about Keith Butler. You want to check that out live on YouTube as well as on audio on Sunday. We'll be on for, are we on for the standard on Sunday, Lance? Mm, I think so. Okay. Or are we going to, or are we going to Wednesday? Typically we go to Wednesday. So maybe I'll do yeah, my burning I'll do my burning question. Yeah, we'll on go to Sunday. Wednesday. We'll and then Wednesday. um Monday will be the hangover. Tuesday will be the stat geek. Wednesday will be the standards of the standard. Thursday will be the preview. Friday. Um probably be yeah, I said it. And then Saturday will be another burning question. Sunday post game. So we're getting into a rhythm here, folks. We're getting into a rhythm and the games count. And it's not just any game, it's the freaking New England Patriots. Absolutely. I mean, people are going to be shocked at me this year. I, I, I'm feeling a little bit different this don't year. You do it. Don't, don't, don't you even, do don't it. Don't you do it. I'm feeling a little different this year. <laughs> don't start. <laughs> uh, so, I, look, I want to evolve and change. I don't want to be the same guy all the time. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. But to get, turn, it o- turn it over if you believe it. That's the thing for me. I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if I'm getting my electrolytes. It, if you believe it, I'm all for it. But I don't want you to say the Steelers are going to win because you think that uh, it's going to be fun for people to hear me say they, they want to win. Like, if you nah, believe nah, it. 
like That's yeah, fine. you know, I'm feeling like I'm a new me. I'm getting my electrolytes, my protein. You know, I'm getting, I'm exercising again. I'm feeling. Uh oh. You know, I'm, I'm. It's a new me, Dave. It's a new me. Watch out. <laughs> Now, Lance, I I don't know if you heard. Did you watch? Did you listen to the show last night at all? About seven minutes. Okay, you got to fast forward to the last fifteen. We've got a pretty (laughs) decent bet coming up with Mister Dave Schofield. Uh, He is. uh, He said he can kick a forty-five yarder. What? (laughs) Really? With unlimited run-up, I don't have to take a three-step three-step run-up. Unlimited run-up. Well, with unlimited running up, I, I'm thinking of Charlie Brown. I'm thinking of the <laughs> Peanut Gang. That's, that's, <laughs> that was brought up last night in the live chat as well. I'm thinking of Peanut Gang. Yeah. And maybe you might travel 45 yards <laughs> to run up and they move the football. I don't I don't know if you're doing a Kerry Lloyd. I I I'm I'm a bet. What did you say, Jeff? What what was you? Well, what did you think was going to happen? You think he's going to make it a forty-five yarder? He originally said fifty-five. Because, I didn't. Yes, he well, did. Check I, the tape. Check yes. the tape. <laughs> I I said I said when you're talking about a limited run up, that's when you're you're even talking about guys like me that could hit a fifty-five yarder. We were talking about the the U.S. women's soccer player um, hitting the hitting the field goal in Philadelphia. But like I was saying, is she wasn't doing it with a with a in, from the typical distance that a field goal kicker would have to kick a field goal. She was doing it more from a distance for a kickoff, with with more of an eight step um, approach. So when I said when you get into that far, you know, most people. I mean, I bet you, I bet you, a lot of guys out there could do it. Like just pro guys, uh, well, like a non kicker. Well, non non kickers on the team. I bet you a lot of them could run up and hit it from that far. So then we settled on 45 yards, although Allie's like, it was 55. No, we settled on 45, <laughs> and I have three shots. I said, because I haven't kicked since I turned 40, and I said, once you turn 40, it's all downhill, so I know I can't, probably can't do it anymore. So I'm going to live stream it, Lance. Don't worry. Well, well, I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to say this. Dave is a force user. So <laughs> because he's a force user, He's probably going to make it. Dave is a force user, <laughs> so he may channel the force. And when the ball is going like 15 yards, he'll force push it the neck, the other 30. Yes, exactly. Dave is going to yep. push it. I, I told but Jeff I, I might I, even I wear the helmet bet. if I can see. <laughs> I, I'll take the bet that Dave will not make the 45-yarder. <laughs> I, I, I get three chances. And may pop a hamstring. That was also the, that was that was the other bets we were taking. Is uh, as is, is it going to be the hamstring? Is it going? My my wife thinks I'm going to break a hip. She she still thinks that I'm not going to do it. She, um, yeah. Because and she said, "Why would you agree to that?" I'm like, I don't really remember agreeing to really much of it at all. I was just basically told I was going to be doing it and live streamed and everything. But I'm like, I'm 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 game. It's it's I, I, it's no worse than jogging Jeff around will, the house. I think Jeff can make an extra point. But I don't even think Jeff would make a 45-yarder. I know I could make a 45-yarder. I, I know it. I'm not even going to say that I, I know I couldn't. Could I make an extra point from not like the, the, the extra point now? No. But where it used to be, three yards off the line, of, a goal line, yeah, I could make a chip shot. Yeah, I think I could make a chip shot and, and pull a hammy all at <laughs> once. I could do both. 
Yeah, so, Lance, Lance, the story is the last time I've I've kicked a I've attempted a field goal was at Himes Field during the family fest and it was a 30 yarder and I drilled it. So Ooh. but Ooh. that was that I was I was 39 at the time, so that I hadn't hit that 40 yet. So we'll see. Ooh. When I'm not podcasting for two weeks, you're gonna know it's because I'm on the IR. Why right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm trying to figure out which one is right. That's right. It doesn't matter. Okay, so we got real football coming up. We're all excited. I know everyone in the live chat is excited as well. So make sure you are subscribed to our channel so that you get every – because people's like Bo asked uh, earlier in the show, well, we're going to do a show on uh, Labor Day probably. I don't know. That's up to – that would be the hangover. So I'd have to talk to Brian and Tony and see if they're willing to do it on Labor Day. Uh, but if not, like if you don't know – subscribe turn your notifications on your phone so that you get a push button notification every time we go live it's the best thing best advice i can tell you so there you go ryan has to get out of that little that little hole he was in (laughs) (laughs) this was brian yesterday (laughs) like i was like dude What's wrong? <laughs> we don't. We really don't know what happened. He yeah. literally was afraid for the he, show. No, he was sitting there talking normal, and then all he of a sudden, boom! His there computer it was. or something. The next thing you know, it's like it was a periscope. <laughs> so, Jeff, um, there was the question by Snowman. He wants to know about Saturday. What Saturday? Podcast Saturday. Oh yeah, we're gonna do a show on Saturday. We're doing a show right after the cutdown. I forgot to mention that. So on Saturday, um. After the Steelers, they have to trim their roster from 90 to 53 by 4 p.m. That Sometimes they wait until 4 p.m. to release that information. Sometimes it's earlier in the day. Whenever they do it, shortly after, once we get our the, the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com stuff done, we'll go live stream on YouTube as well as our audio platforms. And so we'll talk about who got cut, who was surprised, who is the 53, where are they thin, where could they still make moves. We'll talk about all that stuff. Okay. So there you go. So Lance, why don't you send us off the way you normally do? Hey, everybody. Thank you guys for chiming in. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Couldn't have said it better myself. We will see you next Sunday night as the Steelers and... Yeah, next time. Well, not this upcoming Sunday. You guys know what I'm talking about. Week one, Steelers, Patriots. Lance and I will be here to talk about it in the post game. Until then, check out all the other content and behind the steel curtain.com. We will see you later.